0: Hi, I'm Courtney. This is Something Positive for Positive People. And today I'm here with V from the UK, who's 28 years old. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's right. All right. And what is your ethnicity and career field? So I am a black woman and I work in IT at the moment. Okay. You say at the moment, are you going into something else? and sort of a less sense of self-worth and self-esteem so oh, okay so are you working no, with actually, a non-profit now right. are you working with a non-profit or are you creating something like uh, that oh no so
1: i'm currently just working in the company
0: right now but ideally Ooh. i want to create a non-profit okay look at you that's great what made you want to go into that was there anything in particular that happened to you Yeah, so I've suffered from depression for, I used to suffer from depression
1: for, um, say, a couple of years. So through counseling, I just thought, you know what, I really want to help women build their self-worth. And while I was going through that, I also found out a lot of my friends were suffering through it. So it was something that really sort of, I guess, touched my heart that a lot of women out there that don't have anyone to speak to and they don't realize
0: that they're not alone, so, yeah. That's good, that's good. I'm glad you're doing something positive for positive people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what is your condition, V? So I currently have Herpes type 2. And how long have you had it, as far as you know, when were you diagnosed?
1: Had it for just under a year. Um, so yeah, I was diagnosed last year, in November, and um, it's been—I'll say a
0: roller coaster, actually. Yeah. So when you, yeah. how, what made you go and get checked? So I was currently seeing
1: a guy at the time, and uh, it was our first time without a condom. And he had uh, called me the day after, and he was like, he's got a tingle. And I just thought, oh, gosh, I need to get checked out. So I got checked out. Everything was clear. And then uh, I realized that I had a sore in my genital area. Mm -hmm. And then I got checked out again. And when the doctor saw it, he said that oh, it was a curvy. can't be herpes I mean you know and the thing is at that point in time I knew nothing about herpes but I was just convinced that there was no way that it was herpes but um so the hospital called about a week later and they said that yeah it's herpes type 2 and all they said to me was just don't have sex when you get an outbreak like that was all they said um and I was just a bit distraught and confused And I actually thought that it was, I thought I was going to give it to my boyfriend at the time. Um, So I called him, and he didn't seem like upset or anything about it. He just seemed quite understanding. And at that point in time, I thought, who would want me with this? The fact that he's still understanding, I think part of me felt like I should just stay with him and be with him because he's accepted me for who I am and considering at the time I thought that I might have given it to him he just seemed very forgiving about it hmm. um, so I went through it was a rough period uh, because I
0: did a lot of research and it was just a case of I think what got me upset the
1: most was just the fact that he said like oh there's no cure you just have to live with it for the rest of your life and that's it and um, yeah, so it took come down a lot and um, as I was saying before because I have the history of depression I just went down into a depressive state and it took me a while to come out of it I mean I was off work for like maybe two to three weeks I just wanted to sort of I had suicidal thoughts to come honest. um because I just thought it just seems like the worst thing in the world um, and I'm in outbreaks like every month and I would up on it. I cut out all the things that told you to cut out. I was still getting outbreaks every month. So
0: it was just a really frustrating time for me. Sometimes the outbreaks would be really painful. Sometimes I didn't even get it twice a month. It was, um, yeah, so it was just very really frustrating. Well, do you get do you get these outbreaks around the time of your cycle? I know that that's always been a common thing for yeah, a lot of women. That up and um no so I originally i would note down when i got an outbreak and what my cycle was and it's like no correlation whatsoever okay it's literally like it can be the middle the end the beginning of the month and so it was nothing to i think it's nothing to do with my cycle really mm-hmm. so yeah, how do you so, how do you deal with them are you taking any sort of uh suppressive medication, are you taking meds as needed or what? So, I went to the doctors about twice, and every time I went the doctor would just give me um, one of the I think it was like eight, uh, I think five days. For five days? Yeah. The the medication that you take, that you take it once a pill, or one pill a day for five days, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, something, okay. something
1: like that. But I never took it. <laughs> what? So I just yeah. So I think okay. So I guess from like the beginning, my boyfriend at the time was very like a very holistic, natural person. Like everything kind of did with like natural remedies. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a lot of natural remedies. So I'll take Epsom salt baths. I would treat it with tea tree oil. Though. Um
0: but not doing. I even tried acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine. Did any uh, of that work I for think, you? I think it
1: actually, because even though I was getting it once a month, I realized that when I stopped doing it, I was starting to get it twice a month. So uh-huh. uh, I think it helped to a certain degree. And I think also, I think it was just difficult to take, well, for me, my mind I wanted to sort of deal with it naturally. Yeah. You know? And I think what probably put me off is that I read somewhere that I think one person was taking suppressive medicine and it wasn't helping them at all. I, just, well, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to hope that it'll help, but then it doesn't. So I've just kind of been dealing with it naturally. Um, so far this month, i have not of the outbreak. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, I understand and respect you for not wanting to take the medication and to take a more holistic approach. Um, have you never taken the medication? Have you tried taking it to see what would happen? I've never taken it. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No no worries. Um, now, so your, your, your boyfriend was understanding and accepting of it. So what was going on around the time of your diagnosis in your everyday life? I mean, you were in a committed relationship. And like what, what else was happening around that?
1: Um, so obviously, there was work. And um, well, as I was saying, during that depressive state, it was hard for me to go to work. It was, uh, and also I was trying to set up my business along the sides, but because of my mental state and where I was, I just didn't do anything about it, so it was literally on hold, and I was just really, <laughs> I was just really sad about the whole situation, and um, I think it was just difficult for me, so. What I would try to do is I tried to talk to some of my closest friends, um, and what was really great was that everyone was so understanding and supportive, and they were being like really positive. You know, they said that it's something that happens. Red line. Um, most of them have don't have herpes, um, so they were really understanding and encouraging, and they were there for me in terms of talking to someone and. Um, sometimes when I have an outbreak I just need someone to talk to they just be there and listen. And then
0: through that I actually found out that one of my friends she actually had the same condition. Oh, okay. Yeah. I say that uh, like I'm excited about like <laughs> someone else getting herpes, but I, I promise I'm not. I'm more so <laughs> excited that you opened up with opened up to someone and they were willing to open up to you as well and share that information yeah. with you and now yeah. you you know, have a deeper connection with a close friend as a result of it so that's what, <laughs> that's what I mean by yay I know it's cool yeah um, so she was I think when I spoke to her she actually made me feel okay with it in the sense that I think it's with her one her one's type 1 mm-hmm. so she doesn't get well I'm not saying it's because she's type 1 but with her she doesn't get as many outbreaks as I do she gets like once a year uh-huh. exactly. yeah, so because it's I mean like- I I have HSV2 as well and as far as I know I mean I, I've gotten I've had my first outbreak and then like one maybe two but whenever I feel something coming along, like I'll just take the medication. Like if there's any sort of a uh, tingling sensation, I just pop the pill um, for like two days and then the tingling's gone. So like that's how, that's what works for me. And I mean, if she has HSV-1, I don't wanna say that just because she has a different type of herpes that there's a correlation between the frequency of outbreaks as well. So it, it everybody's different. That's something that I'm learning as well and just talking yes. to more and more people who have some form of HSV. yeah exactly so yeah so with her I
1: went once or twice a year and she was saying that what triggers her off is if she gets stressed as well
0: so mm-hmm. i just okay maybe that's
1: what's was in mind maybe i can get you stressed every
0: month yeah so, i tried to be you get stressed around the first of the month when bills are due is that when it happens <laughs> <laughs> I know that's when I get stressed I'm like damn I got to pay I these get bills the month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so you have your friend I mean whenever you have your outbreaks you manage it really just by having someone to talk to who understands what it is that you're going through and just that that helps you cope with the pain yeah pretty mm.
1: much so that helps me it helped me like mentally deal with it. So I don't even think it was a pain so much. It was my mental state of mind. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It was just a pain of being in such a dark place about something which really as when I think about it, it's literally just a skin condition.
0: I, and, it's a nerve condition. And it, I, have, I know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean how it pops up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's like not
1: Taking myself out of the top plate and just living life and continuing things and not letting it stop me. But I think what was bugging me the most was at the back of my mind. I just thought that I'd never meet anyone or be with anyone, meet with someone who has herpes. Mhm. So hence why
0: I was staying with my boyfriend. because before the whole diagnosis, I was actually planning to break up with him. No. Yeah. He, he trapped you. <laughs> uh, well, so you were planning to break up with him, and it didn't have any. I mean, was it just like you guys were two different people? Like it wasn't like I don't know. There wasn't any sort of resistance or resentment because of the herpes. It was just like before you even knew about this, you had planned on breaking up with him. Okay, so. You plan on breaking up with him. How much longer did you stay with him after your diagnosis out of that fear of being alone? You're still with him? Are you still with him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, how long did I stay with him? I think I stayed with him for about three
1: months.
0: Okay. So afterwards. after three months, like, what was the final straw? What was it that made you realize, okay, this isn't a real reason to stay with this guy just because... I have herbies or how did you even find out that that was what it was were you just so uncompatible or what
1: no so he's not a bad guy or anything it was just a case of he I wanna I mean ideally in the future I wanna get married and he was saying that that's not his priority so when we had that conversation I just thought okay maybe I should um uh, we should you know just end it and just be friends you know mm-hmm. um but then I think what the final straw was, was he stopped putting an effort. Yes. So he wasn't calling as much. He, wasn't, he didn't want to see me as much. So I was just thought, you know, well, there's no point in me chasing this guy. Obviously, he has other priorities. Oh. Let's just let it be, you know? But yeah. so at that moment in time, I just thought, like, okay, I deserve better. I deserve someone who wants me, you know, so to speak. Um, and yeah, so that's, so we. Broke
0: up, and um, who did it? Did you do it or did he do it? Who did it first? I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> right? that'd be funny though if he's like, oh wait, you want to have this talk? I was having, I wanted to have it as well. So it's over. Bye. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think he was even expecting it to be. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys go your separate ways. And you realize. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I want. I want something else. What gave you the strength to walk away from that relationship, considering how you felt about your condition? You know, um, we talked before, and you said to me that when you were diagnosed, you felt like, okay, no one's gonna want me. All right, I'll just stay in this relationship and clinging on to that relationship. You realized it wasn't for you. Um, How? How? What was it exactly? I mean, that got you to that. Point because I know a lot of people do um, find themselves settling for less than what it is that they deserve as a result of you know even just having herpes and feeling stuck with someone. So for someone who's stuck, you know, what do you suggest for them getting out of that stuck situation?
1: I would say that's <laughs> gonna sound so cliche, but know your book You know, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to have the best. There's no reason why something like herpes should change that, you know, you're not damaged goods. You are someone who has gone through something and it doesn't change your back. it doesn't change the fact that you deserve love, you know. I feel like um, I've read so many stories about people with her being who have met people without herpes and that partner accepts them for who they are. They get married, have kids, you know, white <laughs> yeah. picket and everything. And there's people there's people with therapies, and it's just like, there's no reason why you should know. Um, and I think another thing that I've learned that because I had suffered through depression and I always used to say that to myself was that life is too short to not give yourself the best, you know, mm-hmm. so don't like settle for things that don't make you happy because life, you know, you can love yourself enough that you want the best for yourself. So I think that's what was going through my mind. Like, do I love myself? Yes, I do. And yes. does, does this relationship make me happy? No, it doesn't. So, you know, I think, and also, I think it's also the fear. And that fear goes away, and all of it gets, it gets easier. Like I promise. <laughs> I, I know some people be listening and they'll think, oh, it doesn't get better. I promise you, it gets better because each day is like a growing process for you. Hmm. So, you'll get to the point where you start accepting. It. I mean, I've, I'm still going through that process, so but I know that I'm in a much better place now than I was last year when I was diagnosed. So, it's you know, it's, you, everyone will get to a place, or I think everyone is, has someone, so I think they'll, they'll always meet whoever
0: they're meant to be and herpes don't stop that from happening. Yeah, Uh, that's a really, really good point, you know, that you'll be with the person you're supposed to be with, and herpes not stopping that from happening, because regardless of what it is that you go through in life, it's still going to lead you to where you're going to be in life, and for you to feel (laughs) like you're going to just end up doing life alone, if that isn't what you want, you know, you have the choice um, as to whether or not you go through life alone or with yeah. someone. And like I always say, you know, herpes is something that just happened to us. So yeah. it's not something, it's not who we are. <laughs> and I think that that's a very important message to get across. And I'm very glad that you recognize that early on. Um, quickly after your diagnosis, and when you realize you were in a relationship where you were settling and you began to just Mm -hmm. pursue happiness for yourself,
1: exactly. Yeah, so it's not, I'm not gonna say it's easy because I know sometimes people are like, Oh, yeah, I was fine with it, but it takes time. I think anything that's worth
0: or anything that's good, sometimes you have to work for it and it takes time. So just work on yourself and. You know, say positive things to yourself every day. It, that helps. I mean, know, saying, that, I, that help me. <laughs> saying you love yourself alone is just powerful because how often do we say I love you to other people, you know, just to hear it back? When do exactly. we ever take the time to say, look in the mirror and just say I love you? and. Yeah. Once you start to do that and realize you love yourself, you stop making really bad decisions. You start to do what's in your own personal best interest. You know, of course, without as long as you're not inflicting any harm on anybody else. Oh, you feel okay? Yeah. You yeah. See, you, you're wiping your eyes. You're all right. think <laughs> so. I might say, oh, you can see we <laughs> What's what's going on? What's going on in your head right now?
1: Um, I think it's just where I've come. You know. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, as I said, it's not um an easy journey, but it's it's worth it. Sorry, I'm just
0: an emotional person. No, it's all right. <laughs> That's what yeah. we want. Like this is this is yours. I mean, this is for you to, you know, get off your chest and share with the world and hopefully help somebody, so I appreciate yeah. you, you know, taking this step, and I know it was real. There was a quick turnaround time for this one. <laughs> uh, I'm very glad that you. I'm very glad you reached out and said that you wanted to hop on here and share your own personal story. Um, yeah. No, I thought you were gonna say something else. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I, all right, I'm trying to start while you get it together. I see. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm fine. okay. Okay. So, um, so, depression. Let's talk about the depression for a second. I want to talk about this uh, organization that you're working on. Yes. Um, so, it's. Well,
1: I guess part of it's going to be non profit, part of it's going to be a company. I wanted to start. Um, so, ever since I've. You know, <laughs> I've always wanted to start a the label. And I
0: thought. Um, obviously going through depression and counseling, I also wanted to help women. So I thought I should combine the two um, and create a brand where it encourages women and
1: helps build women from the outside and the inside. So I wanted to have like events that women can attend and share their stories with each other. I wanted to uh, start a blog soon <laughs> and um, hopefully a YouTube channel as well. Um, just like talk about my experience and offer just uh, a ear or a shoulder to other women and find a way that we can all come together and just empower each other from our stories and how we've battled what we've battled and how we're stronger than at the other side of it. So that's um, that's basically (laughs) what... That's a a vision,
0: (laughs) basically. Hey, but that's a starting point. You know, you have a vision lined up, and at this point, it's just a matter of you taking the steps towards what that vision is and doing what you have to do. So, I mean, I support you. Anything I can do to help. um, If you need to get your message out there, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, use this opportunity to do so. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. and if you could just um if if you could share like one thing with someone else let's say you're talking to your self, who's newly diagnosed um, or just some random newly diagnosed person you have one sentence to leave that person with to help them what would that one sentence be
1: it gets better
0: and don't give up it gets better and don't give up Yes. Words from my girl V in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought I was going to say your real name. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was just like, I want the people to
0: go. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Um, well, you... um, little doing that weird stuttering thing. Um, is there anything else that you want to say or leave us with? Um, I think also if it helps. If you feel like have anyone to speak to, I would say
1: good counselling, mm-hmm. like, there is definitely power in counselling, um, some people are a bit apprehensive about it, but I kid you, there's nothing to be scared of, sometimes you'll be surprised what you can learn about yourself for going good counselling, so, I would say do that as well, um, even if you have someone to speak to, good counselling, Yeah. I think counselling is like a
0: blessing in the world, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, if you
1: find you've got a are really like going through a hard time, like don't be afraid
0: to find some help. You know, everyone needs a bit of help in their lives at one point in time, so do it. <laughs> okay. Do you have any particular resources that you help you out? Um, I think what do I do? So with me I do a lot of positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. You know, gain
1: some positive affirmation cards and as soon as you wake up, read it and sort of meditate on it for the morning. And just keep like saying that to yourself throughout the day. That definitely helps.
0: Okay.
1: And um, praying helps for me as
0: well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this concludes this episode of Something Positive for Positive People with V. I'm done saying what episode number it is because I'm going to eventually mess up and I really don't want to have to edit these. So if we can just get them done in one take, like today, then I'm happy with it. I would like to go back and edit out that blah, blah, part thing I did, but I don't know. It just makes it it makes it just seem more natural. And as long as you're okay with everything that we've talked about so far being in here, I won't edit anything out. Is there anything that you said that when I get off of here you're gonna be like, uh uh-uh, uh Courtney, you need to delete that right now. Delete that part, delete that part, edit this. <laughs> you don't have anything like that, do
1: you? No,
0: yeah, you can pay it all up there. All right. Don't be surprised if you get that link uh to the YouTube uh video right after this. So <laughs> um So like I said, this concludes this episode of Something Positive for Positive People with V from the UK. Um, I can be... Well, please follow me. I'm asking for you to please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at H on my chest. That's where I'll have all the updates on the episodes and I'll post some things that I find that may be interesting or like people's comments on the show and all that kind of stuff. Uh, If you know someone who probably could listen to could stand to listen to this or is going through something and they feel like they're alone but they're relatable to v please don't hesitate to send this to them and if anyone out there listening wants to share their own personal story or you feel like you have a unique experience or a one-off don't hesitate to reach out like i said i'm on twitter and instagram at h on my chest or you can just shoot me an email at courtney w brain at gmail.com that's c-o-u-r-t-n-e-y w and then b-r-a-m-e at gmail.com peace say bye V bye guys <laughs> oh yeah like, comment, share subscribe, all that stuff thanks